This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg, and Wilt Contrer, information technology expert at Newport Steel and IT instructor at Holmes Community College. Well, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. So today we're going to take a look at online dating and how technology has changed the way people find love. We'll discuss everything from dating sites and apps and even give you tips on how to stay safe while using these sites. Plus, we want to hear your online dating stories. Now, to be a part of the show, give us a call at one 877 MPB Ring. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. Good morning. This is Everyday Tech. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Jeremy Thompson, owner of Computer Doctors and Phone Surgeons in Hattiesburg, and Wilts Contrer, information technology expert at Newcore Steel and IT instructor at Holmes Community College. Well, the adoption of technology has changed the way we connect with others in our society. And dating is no exception. Now, since tomorrow's Valentine's Day, we decided to take a deeper look at online dating and how technology has changed the way people find love. We'll discuss everything uh, from dating sites to apps and even give you tips on how to stay safe when using these sites. Plus, we want to hear your online dating stories. Now, if you found that true love online, call us up. If you had a bad experience with an online dating site, let us know. I want to hear from good to bad. I want to hear all of the stories. You just wanted to get some scoop. That's what you, you want some stories. Uh-huh. I just know that someone has a great online dating story out there. And we want you to call and be a part of the show. Plus, of course, Wilton Jeremy are standing by, ready to answer any of your general tech questions. Now, the number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can always email us. Uh, the address is everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Well, good morning, Jeremy and Wiltz. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? Doing pretty good. All right, all right. So I uh, hadn't talked to you guys together in a while. I'm so glad I got my boys back with me, like yeah. Bad Boys 3, you know. <laughs> yeah. Who, who's, that, who's that stranger in, in the studio I don't there? know. He has a green you shirt know? on and glasses. He looks yeah. a little familiar, but I don't know his name. Uh, What's your name? It's only been a couple of weeks. Mm. I mean, you know. In your mind. But it's yeah. okay. <laughs> in your mind, a couple of weeks, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, work, yeah, work's been pretty much uh, keeping us hopping out there, but everything's going really smooth, so I feel like... Uh, you, you can know. fit us in again. Yeah, exactly. You okay. know, I mean, well, what it was, the sun finally came out. You know, I mean, I was, uh, I, I was hibernating. That's what, it, that's what it must have been. Well, it's fine because Jeremy, you know what, the champion came in and he held it down for you. Yes, indeed, he did. Well, speaking of holding it down, how's everybody's week been? It's the middle of the week. Valentine's oh, Day dang. is tomorrow, so you go in any store. Actually, last month you went in any store, you saw candy and bears and balloons and things like that. See. I'm more looking forward to Friday, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. National Half Price yeah. Candy Day. You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's like I'll get all the chocolate for the weekend. Stop. I mean, you know, Half Price I- Flower Day, Half Price Candy Day. <laughs> yep. Well, you know, uh, speaking of Valentine's Day. Online dating has taken off. I mean, taken off. It uh, really has. We're going to talk about some statistics a little bit later on how many people actually go to these sites to find love. I mean, some people are not looking just for long-term relationships. They're just looking to date. They may look uh, be looking for just someone that's compatible with something they like. And Java and I were talking about that earlier. They have so many sites now, so you don't 
no longer do you have to say, hmm, who's interested in uh, milking horse cows? You know, so you go to farmers. <laughs> oh, we're not milking horses. <laughs> Far- <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, I couldn't let her get away with that one, Jeremy. I, I just couldn't. Yeah. I hate y'all now. <laughs> farmers.com. You can go to farmers.com and find, you know, ladies who like to wear boots. <laughs> And uh, milk cows, milk cows, not horses. There we go. She got it. (laughs) But, you know, they have all these sites that are um, niche. niche. Yeah, specialties. Uh, And it's kind of neat. Hold on. Wait. I thought it was FarmersOnly.com. It is. FarmersOnly. You've been there, huh? Mm -hmm. What is Farmers.com? Isn't that an insurance group? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. You know what? They can date an insurance person. Exactly. If you're looking for insurance, go here. Exactly. Well, uh, before we get started on (laughs) online dating, and we're going to talk about the advantages of online dating and a little bit of disadvantages of online dating, we're going to talk about a few sites that are out there, and we're also going to talk about uh, the safety tips. Yep. You've got to be safe when you're doing um, online. You've got to be safe if you walk in a club and try to meet somebody as well. But there's some things that you can do to be safe uh, when online dating. Yeah, and and full out for those filters. Yeah. And also, full disclosure, if my mother-in-law and my wife are listening, I've been married for 21 years. I don't know anything about online dating sites. So he says, I've heard that they exist. I've seen the commercials. We're going to get the true story. Stay tuned for the true story to that uh, when we come back. No, that's for, only here on MPB. But before we get started with our sto- hottest stories of the week, we have a phone call. So our first caller of the day is Deb. Good morning, Deb. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I need for you to tell me a little bit about porting out and how we can protect ourselves from that. Uh, My nephew had his entire bank account just wiped out within an hour with this kind of scam this past weekend, and it just sounds very frightening. All right. I'm having to actually look. I've never actually heard... That particular term, Jeremy. I mean, I know porting uh, your number would be moving it from one spot to another, but I've not heard of a. Yeah, that's what happened with his um, cell phone provider. Someone just got his name and took his number and changed the password. Um, somehow oh, got okay. Into all of his numbers that he had and mm. just wiped out his entire bank account. That sounds like a big liability on a cell phone company because I know whenever we, uh, whenever we're allowing someone to, you know, we'll let, you know, whenever uh, teammates will retire or what have you, we let them take their phone numbers with them, and we'll usually transfer it out. But that usually involves them verifying, and, and they should be jumping through some hoops and not just let somebody assume a number. That sounds like somebody, uh, somebody really kind of social media or somehow scammed through that one. Yeah, I've heard of this happening before. There was somebody who was, uh, they were on Coinbase, which is one of those cryptocurrency app bank things. Um, Somebody uh, called Verizon and masqueraded as them and got their number switched over so that they could get the two-factor authentication uh, code sent to the new number that they had set up so that they could, in fact, empty out their account. Um, As far as protecting yourself from something like that goes, um, you need to... Uh, make sure that your phone company has some kind of a code that is set up, not just the last four of your social, which is pretty easy to get if you're an, somebody who's in the business of stealing identities, um, but an actual code that you set up with uh, your carrier that will keep them from allowing just anybody to access your stuff. Nothing is perfect, and social engineering is pretty much always the way that uh, people get hacked these days. So you just got to make sure that the uh, the companies that you're doing business with are doing what they can to protect you on that end of things. Um, for example, when I call AT&T, I have to give them a, a four-digit code before they will do anything on my account. So I, I assume that Verizon has something like that, but they may just verify with a Social Security number. But in the future, you may want to try to change that number out. Yeah, and an important thing while you're bringing up codes uh, when you're talking about this, because a lot more sites are doing this, this you know multi-factor authentication and getting codes and everything else. Very much like we say with passwords, don't use um, you know common codes one two three four um, one 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 or you know your birth date or the like you know Jeremy said the last four your social security number. 
think of this just like you would the pin numbers on your bank card. I mean, I know memorizing a bunch of different numbers really can be a pain in the tail, but that's why social engineers are so good at things. You'd be amazed at what information, you know, you fill out that uh, that latest social media question on there to find out what kind of potato you are on social media, and all of a sudden you've answered all these different questions. So just be careful when you're putting those codes on, but that does sound like the uh, the best line of defense. Well, thank you, Miss Deb. Um, I hope your um, son or grandson. Yeah, nephew. I hope his money, yeah. uh, he gets his money back and uh, yeah, that's crazy. protects himself next time. Oh, my goodness. And hope everyone's listening to those uh, tips that you guys just gave about being careful out there. Thank you for calling the show, Deb. Now, we're going to. That um, could happen to anybody. Right. Oh, big time. Yeah. And you that guys, could happen to me or Wilt just as easily as it could happen to anybody else. So oh it's, it's, it's our job to go to our banks and our phone companies and say, what are you doing to protect me? How much information does somebody need to make changes on my account? And what can we do to make that more difficult? And, you know, the thing is, and, and, and I think your, your last word there really kind of sums it up, though, Jeremy, to make it more difficult. And here's the problem. We don't want more difficult. I don't know how no, many times I hear all. people complaining. It's like, why do I got to change my password? Why do I got to do this? I just, you know, oh, I'm just going to make my password. You know, password one is it's just fine. We, in general, do not want more difficult. And we, in general, presume that the other party is doing what they're supposed to be doing to protect us. We don't want to have to go through five, six, seven, ten questions when we call the bank. We want simple. Um, and But, you know, you can't have simple and be secure. It's very true. All right. Well, before we have to go to break, let's talk about one of our stories of the week. This one was really interesting. There's a new set of emojis uh, for 2019 that includes people with wheelchairs, canes, and hearing aids. Now, these disability-related emojis include people in manual and motorized wheelchairs, people walking with canes, guide dogs, an um, an ear with a hearing aid, and a mechanical arm and leg. Now, they were suggested by Apple in a proposal submitted to the Unicode Consortium last March. Isn't this a great idea? It's really, you know, emojis are growing. You know, have you noticed we're going back to hieroglyphics? Yeah. This is actually kind of cool. I saw that. I saw that. Now, guess what? This was developed by Apple. Now, they worked with organizations like the National Association of the Deaf, the Cerebral Palsy Foundation, uh, the American Council of the Blind. So they worked with uh, these corporations and these um um, foundations to get the information that they needed so that the emojis can be correct. And that was right. that's so wonderful, uh, including everyone. And here's another one. They have new um, 59 new emojis for 2019 that will include interracial um, emojis, gender inclusive couples. Isn't that neat? They also have falafels and otters and ballet shoes, just adding all types of new emojis. So, I mean, they're going to have emojis for everything. Uh, again, we're replacing language with pictures. <laughs> Is that good or bad? I'm not really sure. I use, them, I use them all the time. I think they're a lot of fun. You know, they spice up the text message and everything. And I think it's really great that we're including all people from all walks or wheels of life, and I, I think it's wonderful. I think I, think I use about five different emojis, and I, I just never, I don't know, I guess maybe I've never, uh, <laughs> I get tired of, because you scroll on over, there's so many of them. Oh, and my so, God, so, so once I get like, you know, my five, six, maybe even ten, you know, the thumbs up, the thumbs mm-hmm, down, mm-hmm. a smiley, yep. a peace sign, you know. I do the love eyes sometimes. I do the kisses. and I do that with, with my daughter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And with my yeah. daughter, I tell her throughout the day how much I love her, and I give her a little kiss throughout the day. I love that. Yeah. But uh, we're going to take our first break of the day, and stay tuned because when we return, we'll discuss dating in the 21st century. Plus, can you guess which dating site was the first to explode onto the scene? And don't forget, if you have any online dating stories, we want to hear from you. Now, the number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 Or you can email the show to everydaytech at org. Love is in the air today on Everyday Tech. This is MPB Think Radio.
Moments in Black History, we recognize Flonzie Brown Wright. Flonzie Brown Wright was one of many Mississippians who helped pioneer the civil rights movement in the South and was the first African-American female to hold public office in the state since Reconstruction as election commissioner in Madison. Flonzie Brown Wright, pioneer, visionary, and steel magnolia. This has been MPB Moments in Black History. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. This is MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Everyday Tech, the tech show for everyday people. I'm Michelle McAdoo here today with Wilt Couture and Jeremy Thompson via Skype. Now, today we're discussing online dating and how technology has changed the way people find love. Now, if you found love online or didn't, we want to hear your stories. The number to call is 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can reach us. Our email address is everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now, you can always still give us a call with general tech questions. We're taking your general tech questions. Or if you have a comment about online dating, if you like it, if you don't, if you tried it, you didn't. Or if you have some, you know, reservations about it, you can always give us a call and let us know how you feel about online dating. You know, I've actually got a, a friend of friend of mine that him and his wife, they met. Online, they actually met uh, not like your, you know, like the websites that are specifically for dating, but they actually met online with gaming. Um, you know, a lot of online games actually right. allow people to connect. I mean, I've got friends that I've known 10, 12 years that I've never actually met, but I consider very, very good friends that are online. So, so you know, the whole online social interaction even kind of goes beyond the dating piece and really brings it into these friendships. I mean, like I said, I mean, I, I value these guys' friendship. Um, and but but yet don't physically know them. And so, you know, it, it really has opened up a lot. And, uh, you know, my my friends that got married on there, I think, Lord, I mean, they've been married probably a good 12, 15 years. And um, Jeremy, you talk about that a lot, um, especially with the gaming system. And that's a different type of online, but it's online. Yeah. It's not a dating website exactly, but you meet people all over the world and you connect via game. Yeah, um, I uh, I met one of my oldest friends online when I was 14, and um, we met in a chat room, but as we uh, catered our friendship, we played uh, Literati, which was a game on Yahoo that was just like Scrabble, and we used to do that all the time. We still do that to today, actually. We play Yahtzee now, though. Yeah, right. Scrabble. Well, I have a little uh, neat, neat fact. Did you know that in 1964, Joan Ball started the first commercially run computer-generated matchmaking company in England? Now, the first set of matchups was run in 1964. It was called St. James Computer Dating Services, later to become Com. Pet. So online dating and matchmaking is not new. It's not, no, you know, it's, it's not really new. Not. Um, I, when I was doing research for the show, you won't believe mail order brides was kind of put into the clump of online dating and matchmaking. I don't think it does, but we, we're doing the timeline of yeah. matchmaking. Well, technically, you know, it, it's happening over the Internet. So it, it, it falls in there somewhere. It's sort of a gray area. It is kind of weird. I mean, but guess what? In 1994, Andrew Conroe started Web Personals. Now, some people argue that this was the first online dating site ever, which was run by a group of Stanford grad students and one bright-eyed high school kid. So, I mean, people... I mean, would that have been like, I guess, in the old bulletin boards or something? I mean, 94, <laughs> the Internet wasn't wasn't what we know it to be today. So web personals, I don't yeah. know. Now, listen, let's talk about what type of, uh, what are, are online dating sites and what type of online dating sites do, do they have? Uh, we have general online dating services. Now, what is gen the general? Ones? Well, that would be, you know, just your, your uh, that be the bulk of the marketplace, really. They'd have the largest um, share, you know, sites such as, Match.com, Match yeah, yeah, Friend Finder, Friend Finder, 
Um, and, you know, they, I mean, these are going to give you access to a member database. They're going to sign you up. You can browse from different people. Um you know, it's just it's, it's the it's the main ones, and usually they're going to go. You know, uh, and a lot of these it seems like, and especially, and again, honestly, learning this just from the commercials and stuff is a lot of uh, a lot of thought put into. You know, um, maybe common compatibility. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, common hobbies, uh, maybe common interests. I mean, it's crazy. You see, you know, you mentioned before, like FarmersOnly dot com. You have. Um, some that are based on different religions. You have, you know, uh, there's like specific Catholic ones and Baptist mm-hmm. ones, and you've got, you know, along ethnicity lines. Um, you would also have things, you know, such as, pe- believe it or not, there are people who, like, you know, political mm-hmm. ones. Like, you know, you have somebody that has your same political ideology. So you know, there's a lot of that. Um, but they're going to be looking at those kind of things to try to match you up to say, hey, this is somebody you'd probably get along with. It's, you know, it's really trying to find you a friend first. Now, I know some sites go really deep. You do, I mean, the 200 and something questions because they really want to see how you uh, think. And then trying to put you with people that kind of think like you, uh, your likes, your dislikes, your temperament. They're really trying to go deep and to see how you would mesh with another person. Very interesting. And they have personality tests and things like that. Like you're going to a psychologist, you know? Yeah. And the, but the, the crazy thing is that I look at that and I look at me and my wife and I'm like, okay. Would we have passed the <laughs> test, the compatibility test? Exactly. And, I, and I really wonder, it's like, I don't know if we would. I mean, you know, we like different music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I think we have, we have a lot of, I, th- I think our outlooks on, you know, like raising our kids and some of these things are all very similar. But if you were to look at our hobbies, um, yeah, our hobbies don't always mesh up. I mean, we, we like doing things together is probably our biggest hobby, but, you know, I, I, there are things I like to go do. There are things she likes to go do that, you know, but we always would, end up coming back together. I would say that, and, you too. know, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting because when you take these tests and, and they're trying to match you based on compatibility, sometimes that's going to be the opposite of a match because mm-hmm. you don't always want to be with somebody that's as compatible with you. You don't want to be with somebody that's just like you. You want to be with somebody that's a bit different that complements your weaknesses and your, their strengths and so forth. Exactly. Hey, it's kind of like me and Jeremy. You know I mean? I have an Apple phone. He's got an Android. He runs Mac computers. I run Windows. It's just, the it's complimentary. The best relationship ever. Yeah. I know. That's my buddy. And you know what's funny? You, you said a mouthful, Jeremy. Um, sometimes some people say just go back to the old way. Meet somebody organically and see how it goes. But speaking of uh, long term, they have relationship services. Now, these services were formed to help people who are looking for a more serious uh, relationship, like a soulmate, marriage-minded people. Now, uh, the two biggest are eHarmony.com and Chemistry. Dot com. Now, they go deep inside your psyche and see if you're a match for a long-term relationship and things like that, which is interesting. Uh, they also have niche online dating services, and uh, you mentioned this a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. CatholicMatch.com, Star Trek. They have TrekPassions.com. People who are into Star Trek meet up together. And get together and find men and women are saying things. <laughs> it's interesting. And Klingons, yeah. Animalattraction.com for pet you, lovers. You mean, you mean they get together and they live long and prosper, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. Where's my rim shot, Java? I need it. Okay. Uh, and under this one, of course, FarmersOnly.com, uh, BlackPeopleMeet.com. I mean, we can go. We can go on and on. And on. I mean, but they have several. So if you're looking for someone that's interested in something, like you say, quirky, like Star Trek or Star Wars or anything you're into, uh, Family Guy, I'm sure they probably yeah. have Family Guy. Now, this, now this is Java um, here in, in the booth. And I would like to not to push back on what you kind of just said, Michelle, but when you're talking about meeting somebody organically mm-hmm. in 2019, <laughs> isn't meeting somebody online kind of organic? We spend most of our time online now and then uh, you know you, you you tweet somebody they tweet back and then it just gets the ball rolling you facebook message somebody you message somebody back and it gets the ball rolling that's like the new organic i know but it's so not like for me you know you're in a you're in a group of people i mean i'm in a lot of different facebook groups from like my different hobbies and you know you start building friendships out of there and i'm sure there's been some dates that come out of that like i mean you know 
I have to put a plug in there. Star Wars. I'm much more Star Wars over Star Trek. But yeah. you know, well, you know but, what? Uh, and you're yeah. right, Java. And you know what? I guess you'd say I'm an old soul in a 45-year-old body because mm-hmm. I mentally cannot wrap my mind around meeting. You know, I'm on Facebook, kind of. <laughs> I'm there. I'm on Instagram mostly. But Facebook, sometimes I look she at my... She don't post that much. <laughs> look at my, I don't post at all. I look at my messages <laughs> and they're like, hi, what's your name? I'm like, oh, I'm creeped out. Who are you? You know, so... I'm not into, I guess, meeting somebody online. If I bump into you in the produce section at uh, the grocery store, I love that. That's that's kind of yeah. romantic to me, more romantic to me than meeting online. But again, this show is about online dating and how it does have its advantages. And basically, that's what people are doing in the 21st century. Yeah, well, it's like you know the friends that I mentioned before that actually met from gaming online. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. Were, I think I, I believe the game they were playing was World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they were in. I believe she lived somewhere up north, and he was here in Mississippi. And you know, had it not been for that that kind of connection, they would have they would have never ran into each other. They would have never made that match because, you know, uh, I think where where you're looking at organically, you know, the uh, the chance encounters in the grocery mm-hmm. store, the that. meeting at church. Or, I'm a romantic. Or, I'm a hopeless romantic. Yeah. I think that is like the movie. That is so cute. You know, bumping into someone or looking across a crowded room and your eyes meet. And lock, and you feel something, and you know she getting all warm and fuzzy in here. (laughs) Well, you know it's almost Valentine's Day, and I am a hopeless romantic. I I still believe in flowers and roses, and for no reason, not just Valentine's Day. I believe in coming home or the cute texts during the middle of the day. Hi, I love you. Have a great day. I love those. They make me feel special. And again, not because of any particular reason, just because. I, again, like I said, I love that technology allows me to tell my daughter throughout the day how much I love her while she's at school. I know she thinks I'm kind of corny for that, but uh, <laughs> she's in high school. But to be able to tell your child you love them, great job, or you're special, you know, throughout the day, I love that. And again, we're talking about online dating and how it has changed the way people find love in the 21st century. The phone lines are open. I want you to give us a call. Let us know how you feel about online dating. If you like it, if you don't like it, if you found your soulmate online, Give us a call. Let us know how it happened. Um, If you're not too fond of it, let us know that, too. Or if you have any personal, general personal uh, tech question, give us a call. The number is 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. This is Everyday Tech, only on MPB Think Radio. Can't get to a radio? Well, don't worry. MPB Think and Music Radio are available online and on our MPB public media app. It's simple. Just log on to our website at mpbonline.org to get started. This is MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. for joining us. This is Everyday Tech. I'm your host, Michelle McAdoo, here with our tech experts, Wilt Couture and Jeremy Thompson. Now, if you're just joining us today, we've been discussing online dating and how technology has changed the dating game. Now, if you've uh, got a great online dating story to share, phone lines are open, so give us a call. It's 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or you can always reach us by email. The address is everydaytech at mpbonline.com. Dot org. And I noticed, don't be scared. Now, if you have a good story or a bad story, don't be scared yeah, to share not, not the story. In. I want you to let us know. If you have a comment about online dating, if you don't like it or you do, let us know. Let's have a great conversation about online dating in 2019. Um, but, of course, it's time for Today in Tech. On February 13th, 1895, the I'm going to try to say this right, Lemire, Lemire, the Lemire brothers patent their cinematograph, cinematograph. Try saying that one three times I fast. I know. 
<laughs> it's been a monograph. Now, the Lemire brothers in 1895 um, patented their cinematograph one of their earliest motion picture projectors of all time. Now, the cinematograph also served as a film camera and developer, making it one of the first all-in-one devices, beating HP by about 100 years. Get that, fellas. Wow. Film was that long ago? Look at that. Which I guess those would have been like the silent films. You wouldn't have had the audio going on there with them. I'm uh, you. I think the talkies came much, much farther after that. But I love Today in Tech because it shows just how inventive people have always been. Oh, yeah. We're a very, you know, everyone's always looking for a way to make something better. And they're always, always. looking for a way to enhance. And, you know, and which gets us right to what we're talking about today. It's just it's just ways of breaking down distance and breaking down, you know, different kind of barriers and. And, and doing all those kind of things. Now, let's get this. While many people have met and formed long-term relationships over the Internet, there are other there are advantages as well. Now, some people say, what are the advantages of dating online? Now, Internet dating can help individuals improve their romantic lives, both online and offline, as well as enhance their overall social lives. So we're going to get into a few advantages of online dating. Uh, Jeremy, let's talk about the first one. Okay. Um, start us off, Michelle. I'm kind of lost here. Sorry. Well, it's a, a decrease in alienation and stigma. I like this one. Okay. Yeah. So that was definitely like a big thing for me when I was in school because, you know, we, we nerds were rather antisocial. So um, it, it allowed me to just tear down those, those walls of anxiety that I had about talking to somebody because they could they could see the person that I was without seeing, you know, the physical person that I seem to represent when I'm in public, which can be rather awkward sometimes. So reducing that, that stigma of being in person w- was great, and it allowed you to really just connect with somebody because you couldn't do anything but talk about yourselves or your lives or whatever. You didn't have any other options. Right. So what you're saying is it helps people who kind of have an awkwardness or, you know, of meeting people in person. So that computer kind of shields you a little bit and keeps you a little safe. Yeah. And the thing is that, you know, not everybody is socially awkward all the time, but they're socially awkward around people that they're not familiar with or people that they don't know very well. So it can be really hard for them to come out of their shell until they get to know that person. Thus is the beauty of the screen and all the text that comes with it, because you can really let them know who you are before you do come out of that shell. All right. And the second point, it says it improves your dating skills and prospects. Jeremy, I mean, Wilt, you want to talk about that one? Well, I mean, it seems like it would, you know, it would provide you a larger number of potential dating candidates. Again, you know, I mean, how many of us... You know, even living like little small towns around here, you don't know everyone around. So being able to expand those borders, I mean, I know whenever I met my wife, I was living in Starkville and she was living here in Jackson. Um, now, we, you know, it wasn't online at that time because that was, oh, my Lord, 1995. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was it was through my friend. But, you know, had it not been that I came down and visited him that weekend, that chance meeting may not have occurred. Uh, so. So, yeah, with with online, you're, you're tearing down those borders and giving you you know, a larger pool of potential soulmates out there, um, as well as, you know, I guess in a way, really kind of getting a little bit of practice. You kind of, you know, you you can talk and learn, and and sometimes people can be a little bit more honest behind the keyboard. I mean, that could be a a double-edged sword, Mm -hmm. Uh, but at the same time, you know, they can get a little more honest behind there and and maybe saves you a little bit of time in that regard. Mm -hmm. I like that. This third point is interesting as well. It, it can expand your dating and social circles. Kind of like what you said about your friend's meeting. He didn't even live in Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. And so it allows people that may not ever meet, meet. Right. And, and you know, and and not just dating, not just the romantic side of it, but also it does improve that, that social circle as well because you never know. You know, I've mentioned I got a lot of friends that I've met online through gaming and everything else. I've also heard from some people that will, you know, maybe you make some new friends. Well, all of a sudden, maybe you meet one of their friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And I, when I was growing up, I, I played with a guy. After I played with him for a couple of months, I met his brother. I met his sister. I met his girlfriend. I met his brother's wife. I, like it was a whole family of people, 
and it was really cool to be welcomed into their inner circle because they were all really awesome gamers. Mm-hmm. And today we're talking about online dating, dating in the 21st century. So, Alan, if you're out there, give us a call. All of our callers, give us a call. Let us know how you feel about online dating. If you found that special love uh, on onla- online, give us a call. Let us know. If you're not quite too sure you really like meeting people online, let us know that, too. Or if you have any general tech question, give us a call. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 877 Now, there also are some disadvantages to online dating. Of course, all of that scrolling and swiping might make you look at potential dates as commodities. I like that. Yeah, it's like you, almost like you're going to the grocery store. Nope, don't like this one, don't like this one. You know, some could argue that it could really make some people tend to be a little bit more superficial. Um, Very. You know, there's there's so much more to people than than just, you know, how good you, how well you took a, a selfie that day. Um, you know, it, it sounds cliche, and the reason it sounds cliche is because it's true, but, you know, beauty is so much more than that. And the actual, you know, you've you got to be able to look beyond that. So sometimes that swipe left, swipe right, you might actually miss an absolutely wonderful person because they just weren't having a good hair day. And that's my thing. Uh, it makes it kind of superficial. It's not um, kind of superficial, guys. It's incredibly superficial. Let's not split hairs here. <laughs> well, you know what, you know what they say? Um, you do look at, it could be teeth, it could be hair, it could be an outfit. But if you saw someone through a crowded room, it was the external that caught your eye first. Something external. Well, you didn't see her personality from across the room. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I've told my wife a million times that what caught me, her eyes. She's got just the mm. most beautiful eyes. And I mean, I just, you know, to this day, they absolutely captivate me. So it's something, like you said, it yeah. could be, but it's something external at first. Then you go into meeting. If you walk over to a person in a club or at a, a social event and um, then they have a nasty attitude, then okay. Then you're going to turn around and walk away. Mm-hmm. But I, I like that. Well, we do have a call. Of course, we have Sue from Belmont right. on the line. Good morning, Sue. Hi. <clears throat> I might be the only person in your listening audience who watches 90 Day Fiance. Have you ever seen that show? Uh, my wife and daughter watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and these men and women meet people online from all over the world. And it, every single relationship started that way is always a horrible disaster. <laughs> It's a train wreck, and um, it's hard enough to establish a relationship with somebody in the United States in your own country, the same culture, but they, they get mixed up with people from all over the world, and it's just, it's not funny, but it's, it's awful to watch. And you're addicted, aren't you? I'm addicted. <laughs> well, you know, but it lets you see the, those pitfalls also, and, you know, and it's something that sometimes we, we tend to, I think, gloss over at some points, and, and technology helps us to gloss over this sometimes, but... You know, you do have cultural, environmental, uh, regional differences. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, let's let's even just look, uh, you know, just even look a little bit closer. There's there's a difference between people who are in the southern part of the state versus the northern part of the state, the up around Tupelo or down around the coast. Um, so, you know, when you get those kind of things and then when you start kind of bringing in whole, you know, different cultures outside of that, um, it, it, it takes a little bit of learning and not everybody, not everybody can do that, I guess. And Sue, let me ask you a question. Let me yeah. ask you a question, Sue. Uh, have you ever just thought about maybe going online and meeting someone? Or I don't think anybody wants anything to do with an old lady, you know. <laughs> See, that's what's amazing about the Internet, though, is you may think that about yourself, but then somebody may find you and make you feel completely different. Oh, they oh. have, uh, they have what is it, Java, the one we were looking at? Um uh, they had the dating site called Our Time. Yes, for uh, dating over fifty, and uh, and and so Jeremy's point, you have to think it's over uh, seven billion people on Earth, and because of the internet, we are connect more connected to each other than ever. So Sue, don't 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 think like that. Don't discount it. <laughs> you might can find that uh, guy who likes to live off the grid like you, and uh, you got you and he can sit up and listen to uh, MPB Think Radio together all day long. That would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> hey, that's. That's just Java. Can we go ahead and get a uh, everydaytechmeet.com? Com. Oh, people who love everyday tech. Alan, Sue, Kathleen, uh, all our crew will be in there chatting it we'll up. Be, we'll be the moderators, okay. and we'll start this. Oh, and we'll get Lord. People- 
I'm liking this. And we can put y'all together. Sue, I got somebody in mind just for you. Uh, I'll I'll hit you up a little bit later. Thanks for calling in, Sue, this morning. Okay. We're going to move over to Kathleen. Good morning, Kathleen from Osaka. I heard my name. I couldn't help call in. Oh, yeah. You know, I had to to call you out. make you laugh. You have to check that box 65 and over, and every time I do, my my hand shakes, you know. (laughs) Look, as long as there's Clairol, I'm good to go. But... yeah, I mean, my whole thing is every time I had to put my birth date in, I'm, it's, it's almost like I'm on uh, on the Price is Right. I'm sprint, spinning that prize wheel trying to get down to where my year is at. Well, yeah. Well, look, hard-headed liberal woman, 65 over health issues. The, tr- the trick is and all that is I've got eight cats. Ooh, <laughs> now, I was... if we can find somebody like that, oh, my goodness, I might even have to buy me a computer and go online. Well, there you we know go. what? Uh, there's out here probably we have a guy to fight out there the electricity and all, you know. Kathleen, did you hear Jeremy? No. Say it again, Jeremy. So there's so there's probably a guy ten cats. <laughs> but then you know you got to you got to get that next step. Do the cats get along? Oh, oh right, because oh. you know your cats have to get along with his cats, and That's then true. then we you know we have to merge this relationship thing. So but you know you did mention before there are groups that are oh, yeah. that will cater to animal lovers because that is such a that, that is such mm-hmm. a strong part mm-hmm. of personality. I mean you know I mean I know me and my wife and my kids we're very devoted with our pets and you know pets matter it's called animalattraction.com kathleen and if you go on there you can okay, find someone tell her what kind of animal I'll attract. <laughs> <laughs> well you just want to watch out for that subject. donkey that's funny <laughs> when y'all when y'all were talking about a get-together mm-hmm. that sounds wonderful just make sure it's walker or accessible wheelchair accessible exactly <laughs> that is funny well, well, when i was younger there was a lot know. of men kind of trailing behind, you know? And I had to run to get away. Now that I'm old, I got to walk or whatever. I'm turning around, there ain't nobody behind me. <laughs> well, thank I you. I love Kathleen. I, I do laugh at myself, but I enjoy this, and I want you to know, you never know, I may buy a computer before Uh-oh. they all go out of date. We're going to get you there one day. We're going to, we're working on this. Keep listening to Everyday Tech, and you'll get that computer. And guess what? I'm going to get an Alexa, and you're going to get a computer. And we're going to be on to the 21st century together. We're going to, it's time for our uh, final break of the day. And when we return, we'll list some of the top dating apps and talk about safety tips for online dating. Plus, there's still time for you to share your online dating experience with us. The number to call is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four, 672 7464 Or you can reach us by email. The address is everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Stay tuned. This is Everyday Tech, the tech show for everyday people, only on MPB Think Radio. Baby, my heart could still fool us. Heart of 23. And I'm thinking about Running a business requires smart decisions every day. Make a good decision for your company today and reach MPB listeners through MPB program underwriting. For more information, go to mpbonline.org slash underwriting. Donating your change to MPB just got better. Visit mpbonline.org slash support. Change donors are now change sustainers with instant benefits like passport streaming video and home delivery of our fine-tuning program. If you'd like to give a set amount every day, now you can. Donations are charged directly to your card, which means you can earn points and a tax deduction. Visit mpbonline.org slash support and become an MPB change sustainer today. You're listening to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. This is Everyday Tech, the tech show for everyday people. I'm your host, Michelle McAdoo, along with our tech experts, Jeremy Thompson via Skype and Wilt Couture. Now, if you're just joining us today, we've been discussing online dating and how technology has changed the way people find love. We've talked about types of online dating sites and advantages and a few disadvantages of online dating. Now, there's still time for you to be a part of our show. The number to call is 1-877-MPB-RING. That's one. 877 672 7464, or you can reach us by email. 
The address is everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now, we've talked about advantages, disadvantages, different types of sites, farmersonly.com, over50.com. I have one more comment, Michelle. Mm -hmm. Um, When it comes to meeting someone online, especially these days since everybody's got a camera and a phone and so forth, um, it's actually a lot easier to call somebody out when they're being dishonest Mm -hmm. because the Internet has ways of catching up with you. So if anybody's familiar with the show Catfish, you know that the concept of a catfish is someone that says they are someone who they are not, and then, uh, you know, when, when someone who has a romantic interest in that person wants to pursue a, an in-person relationship with them, every time they try to meet up with them, either something comes up or they don't want to or whatever. Uh, it's, it's a pretty popular show on MTV. It's got several seasons. It's really interesting to watch. But the way that they go through and they find out how people are lying is pretty amazing. So if you're dealing with somebody who's a little tech savvy or you want to do a little research yourself, uh, it's pretty easy to catch somebody in a lie or saying that there's someone that they're not. Um, usually the way they do this is they steal somebody else's pictures from their Instagram or something like that, and then they start claiming that they are that person. But what you can do is you can take a picture from their profile, and you can actually search for that picture, and then you can catch multiple profiles or find the, or, uh, the actual person. Uh, it's, it's a lot easier to find out if someone is being dishonest. And that's a good segue to our next segment on how to stay safe when you're online, online dating, online period. Now, according to a new survey by psychologists at the University of Rochester in the United States, online dating is the second most common way of starting a relationship. But after meeting, um, after meeting um, through friends and new friends, how do you stay safe while dating online? Now, here are a few tips. The first well, one. Well, one is, and, and this goes in so many things and not just dating, but, you know, I kind of say this and usually people will chuckle because it sounds kind of silly, but have you ever Googled yourself? Have you ever looked out there and seen what information is actually available on you? And, and, and it's kind of interesting that this kind of, you know, kind of comes into play. But, you know, for example, I'm, I'm a junior. My son is the third. And one of his um, one of his class projects is they had to actually go ahead and Google their name and see what's out there. Well, of course, there was a whole bunch coming up, and he actually found out things about me that I didn't even realize <laughs> were online. I mean, mm-hmm. nothing nothing bad, um, but it was kind of really interesting. But, but you know, you need to think about that because here's the thing. Whatever yeah, you're able say, to, why should people do that? Yeah, because whatever you're finding out about yourself, guess what? I can find that out about you as well. So what information is out there? What, what, what are you putting forth? Uh, and at the exact same time, if you are talking to someone, if you're making friends with someone, if you're planning on meeting up and having coffee with someone, whatever that might be, remember, you can do the same thing and look into them and see what their presence looks like. Do they do does their online presence um, accurately reflect how they're presenting themselves to you? And another reason they say also is how much of your personal information is readily available to anyone who wants it. That's a good Another yeah, reason why you should Google yourself. See what's out there about you and how much information that, um, that is out there. Oh, yeah. And then you might need to take some down. Yeah. Jeremy, any thoughts on um, Googling yourself or any safety tips? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, when it comes to um, having uh, your number out there, um, it, it's just as easy for somebody to get a lot of your information by having just your phone number. So you can use Google Voice to set up a, uh, a catch-all number that doesn't have any attachment to you, doesn't link back to you in any way, and it can keep your number anonymous in case you get some creeper stalker whom you don't want to communicate with anymore. Okay. How do you set up a Google Voice number? So you can go to voice.google.com, and you can log into your Google account. If you don't have one, you will have to set one up, and then it will give you the option to uh, establish a Google Voice number, and then you can use that through the Google Voice app or through Hangouts. Okay. And what's yeah, another? See, like I've, and you can use it to text, you can use it to picture message, and you can use it to call people. And uh, basically all it does is it just bounces off of your cell phone, so it doesn't give them your actual number. It gives them your Google voice number. Yeah, it kind of shields you in a way. Right. Another good tip I really like, this is for any day, online or not online, but meet up in a public place. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. Yeah, we see that. I mean, you know, I do, um, you know, just wheeling and dealing with different things with hobbies and everything and that's one thing it's like i'm gonna be meeting a gentleman you know 
or it was a couple of nights ago, I had to go meet up with him. But, you know, whenever we met on up, I never actually met the guy before. We were just, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, meeting up in a public spot. And that and that's for everything. And they even say, you know, even to the extent is if you really are concerned about safety, hey, meet up at the police station parking lot, Very for good. example. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of you know. odd for a date. You know, first date, let's meet at the police station. But you don't know, like you said, with the catfish show on MTV, yeah. you don't know who you're really meeting. You hey, really meet up, don't meet know. Up at the police station. We're going to go inside. We're going to do a background check on you. <laughs> I know that takes the romantic. We're going to see if you got anything. You got any warrants? <laughs> when he takes a drink, get his fingerprint real quick. Say, yeah. be, say I'm running to the back. bathroom. <laughs> Have your restaurant next door to the police station. And yep. so when you go to the bathroom, go to the police station, get his fingerprints, do a background check real quick, then come back to the date. You're okay. Hey, there you go. I yeah. like that one. Another you know, one. <laughs> for real, though, definitely, you know, when you do go to meet somebody, let somebody that you know and love let you know let them know where you're going mm-hmm. uh let them know what your plans are and and always keep it public you know go to mcdonald's and and have a sit or, or go to a restaurant or something but somewhere very well lit and somewhere where there's a lot of people around that way if things aren't okay you can you can get out of the situation and i know um there are some bars and things that have mm-hmm. like a secret code you mm-hmm. can order like an angel shot or something and like they'll escort you out of the building if you don't feel comfortable so, you know, you can even check with the, the place that you're at and see if they have some kind of a special thing that you can request to get you out of the situation. Or you always have, you can always call up your friend and say, look, in 30 minutes, give me a ring. If I say this, <laughs> then you guys start crying and get me out of here. Well, David, I apologize. We're running out of time on the show. Um, I know you probably had a good comment or question, but uh, of course, give us a call next week. We're going to have another great topic. Um, but also, I love that one, Jeremy. Tell someone the specifics about your date. Tell your mother, tell your best friend, tell someone. Uh, as much information as you know about this person, let someone else know. Because again, and you, you know... Mm-hmm. It's, it's so easy to just send your location to somebody now from your mm, phone. Right. So it's pretty easy to keep them in touch with exactly where you are. True, true, times. true. Yep. Now, you know, at the end of the day, none of this means that people shouldn't look for love online or that online dating is worse than traditional dating. So if you make the choice, if you found love online, kudos to you. If you're a little squeamish like me (laughs) and you want to meet somebody in the uh, produce section of the grocery store, then that's good for you. Find Michelle in the produce section at Kroger. Now, whatever (laughs) works for you. Now, that will wrap up our show for today. Remember, Valentine's Day is tomorrow. So if you've got someone special in your life. Show them just how much you care. And thank you for listening to Everyday Tech. Now, if you missed part of our show or want to hear past episodes, you can listen on our website at mpbonline.org or subscribe to our podcast. For Jeremy Thompson and Wilts Contreras, I'm Michelle McAdoo. Up next is Southern Remedy with Dr. Jimmy. And join us next week for another episode of Everyday Tech, the tech show for everyday people at 10 a.m. only on MPB Think Radio.